You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. They're going. This is BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel with the Joes, Joe Ostrowski and Joe Giglio from BetQL. Welcome back. It is BeckQL Daily presented by FanDuel right here on the BeckQL Network. Joe O, Joe G with you. We've got a lot of football to talk about as this show moves along. We'll look at the AFC South, the underdogs this division coming up in a few minutes. Break down the Steelers and Bengals. But yes, we're calling the Steelers an underdog in this division. They won it last year. Let's ask our guests about this. Andrew Filipponi joins us, 93.7, the fan of Pittsburgh, and also on CBS Sports Radio. Andrew, uh, Joe and I both are down on this Steelers team heading into uh, training camp in this year compared to where they were last year. What is the feeling in Pittsburgh right now on the 2021 Steelers? Well, I think a lot of fans are delusional. You guys are smart. That's why you're on the BQL <laughs> Daily show. That's why they're paying you guys to handicap games and you know look at the big picture of things with not just the Steelers but the entire NFL. You guys are right. I mean, the team's not good. Uh, they've got a 39-year-old quarterback who's shot, who can't really play anymore. They've got all their eggs in his basket. Their offensive line is putrid. It's probably the worst in the entire AFC. So I don't know how that helps uh, bring out the best in your first-round pick running back. So I think that they're a much better bet to finish in last place than first place this year. Um, yeah, we're all on the same page, all three of us saying oh, – under eight and a half wins, much of the betting world is on the under as well. But uh, Pony, what's what's the case to be made for the over for Pittsburgh getting to nine victories? Somebody like Baker Mayfield or Lamar Jackson, or maybe both, get injured like Carson Wentz, and because of that, the Steelers have basically a lark. They've got just a walk in the park to win the AFC North because they've got a really good defense that's playing against backup quarterbacks. I mean, short of that, I don't really see how they do it, I think that the, the winning total, the number of wins from the team that wins the AFC North will probably be in the 10 to 11 neighborhood. The Steelers and Ravens have the two schedules in the NFL. This team, this division is not going to put three teams into the playoffs again. 
So they've got to recapture the formula that they had back in 2019 when they went 8-8 eight and eight and Roethlisberger was out with that elbow injury uh, because Roethlisberger can't get it done like an elite quarterback anymore. So they're going to have to manage games and try to win with defense. And I have a, you know, this is going to take basically the AFC North looking like last year's NFC East for them to make the playoffs and for them to win the division this year, because I don't see with their schedule and with their offensive uh, weaknesses, I don't see them winning more than nine games max this year. Andrew, is there a plan post Ben Roethlisberger? We've been kind of talking about this for years and what it's going to be, where they're going to go. I know Dwayne Haskins in the building now. I don't think that's going to work, but what do you think the plan is? If there is one post Ben Roethlisberger, probably looking towards next season. I don't know why you're so down on Haskins. Why are you writing the guy off? Because he threw a party with his girlfriend with a bunch of strippers there after they got their ass kicked last December. I mean, (laughs) the guys made terrible decisions uh, off the field, it sounds like. And I don't think he took his job all that seriously in Washington, uh, but he was still good enough to be a top 15 pick. Just about every talent evaluator and scout had the same thought on him coming out of Ohio State because he only started for one year. He was a very raw prospect and definitely needed the Patrick Mahomes model. He needed to sit and wait if he was ever going to succeed as an NFL quarterback. And because he's a Washington guy and Dan Snyder pretty much made the pick, went over everybody's heads and selected him, I think he got rushed onto the field. And I think this coaching staff and this uh, front office regime in Washington, they had absolutely no loyalty to join Haskins. So, The same thing happened to Brett Favre in Atlanta where they gave up on him after one year and the rest is history as far as his career was concerned. I actually think if the Steelers play it smart and do the right thing and keep Haskins on the roster, make him the backup, make sure he gets reps during the week, during the season, make sure he keeps his head uh, in the uh, playbook and make sure that he shows up on time and takes his job seriously. I actually think there is a shot for him to be their next franchise quarterback. And the key to that whole thing will be that if you can get competent play out of Haskins, you won't spend a lot of money on him. And with the cap going up, the Steelers have the second most cap space in the NFL for 2022. You can build a great team around a young quarterback like that. So I'm either hoping that happens boys, or I want them, what I really want them to do is get in on the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes yep. after this year. That's what I really want is for Aaron Rodgers to be the Steelers' next quarterback. All right, we're all on Steelers under eight and a half. So if the Steelers are in last place, that means the Bengals likely go over six and a half. Uh, what do you like about what's going on in Cincinnati? Well, I like their quarterback a lot, Joe. I mean, I know he's coming off the, the uh, knee injury. I think they probably should have t- taken the offense alignment out of Oregon ahead of his uh, friend from LSU. I think if Joe Burrow had played his college football at any other school, I don't think they would have taken Chase with that pick. That's just my opinion. I do think that they did make improvements to their offensive line, which were necessary. They got Jonah Williams coming back. You've got Reef now at the other tackle spot. You pick the Carmen kid from Clemson in the second round. He'll probably slot right in at guard. They've got incredible weapons, and they've got a really good safety in Bates on the back end of things, who's going to need to clean it up because their front seven's so bad. Although maybe Geno Atkins can find the fountain of uh, youth here, even though I wouldn't bet on that. So I think the Bengals, the thing that's, in, that's a, appealing and attractive to me about them is that I don't think it'll be that hard, or I don't think it's that much of a stretch 
that they'll have the best quarterback in the division this year. And so, sure, there are times like last year where the Texans had Deshaun Watson, who was the best player in the AFC South, and they still only went 4-12. and But I would say for the most part, if you have the best quarterback in your division, you at least have a puncher's shot to win it. And that's why I have a bunch of futures out on the Bengals. I think I got them back in April at like 23-1 to to win the AFC North. It's a long shot, but I think they actually have a chance because they've got the easiest schedule, and I think by the end of the year they'll have the division's best quarterback. Yeah, it's a good number. They're 17-1 to right now. Andrew Filippone joining us around Pittsburgh, 93.7 The Fan, and also CBS Sports Radio. Listen to BetQL Daily presented by FanDuel on the BetQL Network. Andrew, one of three divisions in the NFL where you can get plus money on any team. We know the Ravens and the Browns are the favorites. We talked about the Steelers here. Plus 120 on the Ravens, plus 160 right now on FanDuel on the Browns. How would you handicap the top of this division, Ravens or Browns? I think they got it flipped. I love the guys at FanDuel. My buddy John Sheeran's the head odds maker there, but you know he's from Scotland, so sometimes <laughs> he gets confused between rugby and football and screws up the line a little bit. He got this one wrong. The Browns are the favorites. As hard as it might be in Pittsburgh to confess to that or admit to that, it's just the truth. They've got the best, they've got the best roster on paper from top to bottom. Their offensive line is the best in the NFL. They figured out with Stefanski last year because they didn't have a glorified tight ends coach, a total boob in uh, Freddie Kitchens as their head coach anymore. They figured out how to play good, clean offensive football. You don't put too much on Baker's plate. Now, I do think there are a couple of ticking time bombs there, though, boys. You know, the thing that would get the Ravens back into the division race for me is if Cleveland overreacts to a bad start. Because if you look at their schedule, there is a very good chance they start the season two and three. And I know that's not, you know, you still have 12 games ahead of you. You still got three months of football. But given the microscope and the magnifying glass that's going to be on that team, plus you've got Odell coming back, if they get off to a subpar start, and I think they will based on the schedule. They open with Kansas City. Everybody knows that. And then they've got two winnable games, and they go on the road twice, I think, for Minnesota and the Chargers. I believe they'll lose both those games. At two and three, we'll see if a little bit of locker room – we got to shift the offense and make it more about me. And if the egos get involved there and how Stefanski handles that, because I'm a big believer that it was addition by subtraction when Odell Beckham Jr. went out last year, that they were able to get back to basics and run the football. We'll see if that remains the case. But when you think about the Clowney addition, Garrett playing a full season, the additions they've made in the secondary with the Johnson signing from the Rams, who's a very underrated player. Yeah. I think the Browns, are the best bet to win 11 or 12 games in that division. But like I said, we'll see how they react to what I think will be a very slow start. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. 
It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Pony, how about some other NFL futures, win total bets that you like outside of the AFC North? Yeah, I've done a lot of digging on this, guys. You know, I got the Packers in the Saturday before the Rodgers news came on FanDuel. They were only at eight and a half. So I jumped all over that over. You know, that seems like a rocking chair bet. I'd be shocked if they don't if they don't win nine games. Rodgers got hurt or something went terribly wrong there, so I'm all over that. You know, I've really liked the Houston over lately because the more and more people I've talked to, it sounds like Watson's not going to maybe get suspended until next year. And so if they can't find a trade, I don't think he'll just sit out. I think they'll win in that division now if he plays, even with the makeshift roster kind of patchwork team that they have. I think they'll win five games, no problem. Um, I'm bullish on, and I know I hate to do this, I hate to get wrapped up in what are like the sexy, trendy teams. I hate to kind of go with the, with, with the, with the popular consensus picks. But I do think the Rams will go over. I think the Dolphins will go over too. I like both of those teams. Uh, and I, you know, I'm trying to also weigh the pros and cons of the Chargers bet too. Because you know, FanDuel, they did such a good job. Sheeran nailed it on this. They set the number high enough where the people that believe in Herbert and, again, that second-year quarterback thing where he's going to be even better. But there's always, a, there's always with the Chargers that – they always get hit by the injury bug. They always lose games that they should win. You know, I'm still so scarred by the Phillip Rivers era and some of the things Anthony Lynn did where I'm probably holding that against them too much. But on paper with Derwin James coming back and Bosa healthy, Eckler in the fold, I think that the Chargers, even in the Chiefs division with their schedule, should win at least 10 games. Yeah, you're preaching to the choir. We're all, the, we're all in on the charge. I love Staley, too. I think that he's going to be a good coach for them. You mentioned Tua, though. You mentioned Miami, which got my – brain going to two are you a believer in two i didn't andrew i didn't see it last year i i just i didn't see a quarterback that could win at a high level in the nfl you mentioned over on miami are you high on Tua? well you weren't supposed to be high on him last year joe i think the, i think miami did him a disservice i think they made him uh i think they exposed him last year what i didn't get about the whole way that situation was handled by flores was you know the whole world's telling you that he had this hip injury Everybody's comparing it to Bo Jackson, but because we've made advancements in, you know, sports surgery and all that kind of stuff, all right, you know, he's going to be able to recover from this unlike Bo. So you've got a situation there where, you know, he's going to not be 100%. He's not going to trust himself. He's not going to have the confidence that he did pre-injury. And you've already got a quarterback there in Ryan Fitzpatrick who can, play it, who can be a very capable stopgap and placeholder. So the thing that I don't get about Tua is he didn't play. He was definitely still recovering from that injury. Didn't play well. Still had a winning record. Still had more touchdowns than interceptions. If he had not played at all last year and they had just let Ryan Fitzpatrick run the show and now Tua was going in and it was starting clean and fresh this year, I think people would be much higher on the Dolphins. I'm not going to hold against him what should have been, in my opinion, a redshirt year. I don't think he should have played last year. So for that reason, that's my bet. I mean, I thought two years ago it was the best player in college football, even better than Trevor Lawrence, or very, very close to that. So that's my that's my take on him. 
I think a lot of people are scarred and a lot of people are traumatized by what Tua did in a year where he was clearly compromised and not himself. Uh, Pody, in college football, Sheeran put uh, Pitt at seven wins. Seven wins juiced to the over. Is there a bet to make there? Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, the Pitts, Pitts in this vicious cycle, guys, where they go seven and five or six and six every year. So they haven't been able to break out of that rut. They've had at least three losses every year since 1981, since Marino was on campus. The last time they finished the uh, season ranked in the top 10, was in 1982. So they've been a slightly above average college football program for a very, very, very long time, for decades now, for, for, an, for two entire generations. Um, but the thing is about them this year is that they bring back uh, senior quarterback Kenny Pickett, who's a gamer. He's not going to wow you with his arm strength or anything like that, but he's got a great, uh, great moxie about him, guy that really goes all out to win. We'll puck the ball and run it if he has to. And they have, in my opinion, among the Power Five schools, the easiest road schedule in the entire country. They don't play outside of maybe Virginia Tech on the road, a team that was not very good last year, I think went five and six. They don't play a tough game away from Heinz Field. They go to Tennessee. That's obviously Josh Heupel going there from UCF. That team's not, you know, they're, they're completely in rebuild mode again. Uh, Tennessee, they open with UMass. They play a bunch of Mac schools. I mean, they're a team to me that, given their schedule and the veteran quarterback they have coming back, they should start 5-0, and and they should win three of their final, what would be at that point, seven games to get you to that number of eight. Great stuff. Andrew Filipponi, 93.7 The Fan and CBS Sports. Their Steelers in last place. We'll break that down next. Beck UL Daily presented by FanDuel on the Beck UL Network.